Welcome to Unabashed You, conversations to become who you already are. The focus at UY is to be who you are without apology, for you are one of a kind, without equal. Be encouraged as these conversations will help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Your companion to the whimsy and beauty of the human spirit, Rochelle Condi now. What a delight it was to have a conversation with fellow podcaster Michelle Follen. Her show is Asking for a Friend, and it targets women 50-plus with subjects and guests that would be of more interest to them. Since I'm in that audience, I wanted to have her on and chat. It turns out we have a lot in common. We both think the Enneagram is a helpful personality tool. We are a part of blended families, and she thinks Bridesmaids is funny no matter how many times she's seen it. Today, I want to welcome our guest, Michelle. Hello. Hi, how are you, Rochelle? I'm doing, I'm doing well, thank you. How about you? I'm doing great. It's, it's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too, a fellow podcaster. We're going to get more into that in a little bit. Is there anything you want listeners to know before we get started here? Yeah, I do. I So I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. Okay. I am almost 59 years old okay. and uh, married, have kids, um, and and being a fellow podcaster, it's uh, <laughs> really fun to be on another podcaster's show because it's harder to be on this side of the microphone. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Is this your first podcast or not necessarily? This is the second one that I've been okay. a guest on. Okay. Yeah. And and I think even just to get you started, I, I really like uh, the notion of this being a conversation versus an interview, because I think conversations are, you know, two way and they are, um, you know, you don't really have to, quote unquote, prepare to have a conversation. You know what I mean? Exactly. You're just, no. you're just showing up as you and we're going to chat and we go from there. What three words would you use to describe yourself? Oh, you know, this this is funny because I'm a three on the Enneagram and I don't Love know if it. you've, yes, okay. So if you, yeah. So I, the first word I would choose would be achiever. Okay. And that can be a good and a bad thing, as you know. Yes. And the second one would be energetic. Oh, yes. And I think that helps me juggle all of this, mm-hmm. working a full-time job and then Oh, having this very busy hobby of of podcasting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the third one is worrier. I oh. I'm a bit of a stress ball, but I okay. think it's also because I have children. And right. even though my my two girls are in their 20s, you never stop worrying. Oh, so true. Yeah. That, yeah. That doesn't happen. That doesn't change. Your concern for them does not change. At no, all. not at all. In fact, it in some ways multiplies in different ways than it did when they were under your roof. Yeah. I think bigger kids, bigger problems, I think Ooh. is what, what someone has, has said to me, but you know, also this thing called menopause, I think <laughs> yeah, it's that one weird side effect of menopause that daunts women and it's the anxiety. Mm. And I had 
done a Instagram video a while back, I had what was close to a panic attack. Now, just really high level anxiety one day, and it was totally unexplained. Like I couldn't really give you a reason why. And, um, and realizing now that, you know, that's just part of menopause or can be part of menopause. Yes. Your hormones change in ways that are unexpected. And if you are already, I think, prone to a little bit of worry or anxiousness, I think it gets what much more pronounced in that time when your hormones are fluctuating like crazy. Absolutely. I like your words, achiever, energetic worrier. And we're going to circle back <laughs> you could to say that too. Energetic worrier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Achieving <laughs> energizing worrier. <laughs> All right. Two truths and a lie. Are you familiar with this? Saying oh, yeah. Things? Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good. I, 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 I manage sales teams. So oh. uh, these, this is always such a great icebreaker for, you know, sales meetings. Oh, wonderful. Then you know all about this. Oh, yeah. All right. So first one, I met my husband on an internet dating site. Okay. The second one, I love doing videos on social media. (laughs) Third one is doing theater is on my bucket list. Okay. Okay, gosh, I, 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 first, let me just say that I'm, I'm really intrigued by these. So that I'm all, I mean, I can't get the smile off my face. These are just so fun. Okay, here's my thought process. Okay, it's quite possible you met your husband on an internet dating site, but I also think you've been married a while. So that was less common then. So I'm going to set that aside. Love doing videos on social media. wonder if you maybe don't love it, but you do it because you know they're important and doing theater on your bucket list. I, I could see you have a very, like you describe yourself as energetic and you're very vivacious and you're very radiant. Well, thank you. So I could see you wanting to do theater, but I hear, I would not be shocked to hear you had already done theater. So it could be you did theater, you took a pause and now you want to do it again. Okay. Gosh. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, due to the fact that you've been married a while, I'm going to go with met husband on internet dating site. I'm going with that that one as the lie. That's actually true. Oh my Uh, gosh. He is my second husband. (laughs) Well, okay. There you go. And so, yes, we met, um, I was divorced, separated in 2007, divorced in 2009. My kids were younger, obviously. And I met Michael in 2011 and we met on match.com. And what's interesting, we lived 30 seconds away from each other, but we would never have met. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We would, our paths would probably never have crossed had we not. Yeah. So interesting. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That, that timeline, I can see that now I'm thinking (laughs) you got kids. I just, that was, okay. Okay. I love that. And I, and I have four stepkids too, which I didn't add into the equation. Yes. Got that. I've got that going on too. Blended family over here. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Blended family. Okay. So uh, are we going with loves doing? Okay. So what's the lie? You tell us what the lie is. The lie is I love doing videos on social media. (laughs) Okay. It's it's the bane of my existence, but I do it because I know we're so visual and I know it's important to do. So I do them 
my husband even's like, you got to do more video. (laughs) (laughs) Do you, let me just ask quickly, do you target, like, I'm going to do one a week or I'm going to do one every two weeks, or do you even have it that structure? Yeah. I try to do one a week. Okay, good. Okay. How about you? No, I, I, I need to do it more. I just, I've gotten into the habit of the photo thing and it's like, shoot, I need to, yeah, I need to kind of, and I have my young friends tell me, you need to do more reels. To me, that requires a lot more planning. I mean, I'm very um, comfortable in front of the camera. It's not really that. It's just, gosh, am I showing who I am on this reel or am I talking about the podcast on this reel? I don't know. Well, yeah, I think some of it is people do want to see who you are, yeah. but there's also, you talk about the planning and I think your comment is very correct in that you've got to wash your hair. Yes. <laughs> you got to, <laughs> yes. you, you, you have to look decent. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, and I, there's days I really don't care. And then I'll, I'll edit it and I'll be like, I don't really care. I'm just going to get it out there because you know what? Yeah. Warts and all. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, I, I do. I, I, I will do them, but you won't see me dancing. I am not, I probably won't be dancing. I'm probably not going to be pointing to bubbles to things? Uh, that okay. things that say things like word bubbles. Isn't that funny? I would feel completely comfortable dancing. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen myself dance. I, I like, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think a part of me too is that I'm kind of got this kind of goofball side. So I would probably try to make it humorous versus, you know, real. If that oh, well, makes okay. Any sense. Well, <laughs> and, and in that case, yeah. your audience would probably like to see goofball Rochelle. Yes. You know? Yes. And that would, probably not be a bad thing, but yeah, yeah, I got it. I don't know if I have a persona yet. Like yeah. If people really, because I've only been doing this since May. So. Well, good for you. Congratulations well, on, on getting it going. That's uh, a good six months, right? Yeah. yeah. How long have you been doing it? It'll be three years in April. Did you ever think you'd get this far? Uh, far in terms of time. Yes. I don't know how else to measure far at this point. Far in the countries that have listened, absolutely blown away. No way, Jose. I mean, there is no way. I I mean, that part really surprises me in the best way possible. That that is, yeah, that is very surprising. All right. Let's move on to uh, one of your favorite movies of all time. All right. Again, this is one. It's not the. Or yeah, a not the. So I I term a favorite movie as one that I can watch many times over. Yes. Because I there are a lot of movies that I really like, but I would watch it again necessarily. But so the more serious movie would be Shawshank Redemption. Okay. I just love that movie. Yeah. Um, if I'm really being honest. What my favorite movies were like <laughs> Bridesmaids. Oh, so good. So good. <laughs> I can watch that and belly laugh every yes. time. And yes. it's even my husband likes it, which is great because I can get yes. him to watch it with yeah. me. <laughs> oh, those are good. And they're kind of on two different ends of the spectrum. You've got the very serious, enduring through horrific, you know, just mm-hmm. 
unbelievable circumstances and challenges. And then um, actually she did kind of try to endure in Bridesmaids, but not, she didn't do it so well. (laughs) And of course, all those laughs along the way. Yes. That is definitely one I can watch again too. And then I think that says a little bit about me as a person, because I do have my very serious side, which is probably where the worrier person comes in. And then I've got my goofball kind of, (laughs) you know, other side. So Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I think, uh, really important to have both because I don't ever want to get rid of my playful side ever. Mm -mm. No, can't do it. No, because then that's when we, that's when we get old. Yes, yes, exactly. And I just told a friend the other day, he said something like, we're old now. I go, no, 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 no. Don't say we're old. Say older. Older. Yeah. I will I will agree to that any in fact I told my son not too long ago, do not ever refer to me as old. Older. I don't care if I'm in my name 90s. I'm I'm older. So well, you know, here's a thing. We're all living longer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We're in better shape, better health than our mothers. Yeah. And I have learned just from doing my podcast that women our age are doing really great things. Mm -hmm. And many of them didn't start doing these wonderful things until they were in their fifties. Right. And so. Right. Yes. Age is just a number. Yes, you can. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm with you all the way. Okay. So now a person that inspires you, because we're going to dial, we're going to circle back to um, uh, women. In just a moment here. Okay. A person that inspires you. Um, I would say my dad. Oh, that's and, so beautiful. And, and he's da- he, yeah, why? He's no longer here, but okay. Um, he was very successful, but incredibly humble. Oh and gosh, that's the best such combination. A, such a neat man. He was a he was a urologist, he was a surgeon. Mm-hmm. Um, but at his funeral, a family friend came up to me and she said, you know. I just loved your dad. And she said the most wonderful thing about him was he could be talking to you in a crowded room at a party or something like that. She said he would make you feel like you were the only person in the room. And I think that's a gift we can give anyone. If you are engaging with someone to to truly be present with them and... He had a gift for that. And I, I try to remember that. Well, and I think that speaks a lot to the practice of really being in a, the moment with whoever you are engaging with to, you know, excuse me. Well, I've never done that before <laughs> on the podcast. All of a sudden I have to sneeze. It's a first, ladies and gentlemen, a first. Uh, yeah. Okay, don't even I, edit, and you're not editing no, that out. No, I hope. goodness, no. <laughs> but that idea that you you are with that person in the moment, you're you know listening, you're looking at them. Yeah, you know, I mean that that says a lot about you're, your dad and, and the importance you're not, of. I'm sorry, I just talked over you. No, 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 no problem, no problem. Um, 
And you're not looking over their shoulder to see if there's someone better to talk to. Who else? Yeah. Who else is here? (laughs) Someone might need to. (laughs) Someone more interesting. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yes. Or constantly rehearsing what you're going to say next. Okay. Well, I'm going to say, you know, that sort of thing. No, that's a, what a beautiful gift uh, to have shown you. And it's not like he ever said it, but he did it. And Mm -hmm. to the point where, People are remembering this and remembering yeah. this about him. And gosh, what a beautiful legacy. It brings te- tears to my eyes. I know. It's just so I know. wonderful. I know. Really wonderful. He was a neat man. And what was his name? David. That's a great name. That runs yeah. very heavily in my family. <laughs> Ours too. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, okay. And a piece of wisdom you keep handy. Oh, this one is... I I love that you asked this question. I was at a women's function. It's called the Ascending Women Series. And they bring in women of different backgrounds and that all are doing different things. And they were talking about hustle and how Mm. we we have to stop making hustle our default mode and make it our choice mode because we tend to really burn our candle at both ends, particularly mm. in December around the holidays. Mm. And that's yeah. Really- yeah. But, but one of the women up there speaking said, put your oxygen mask on first so that you can show up for others. Okay, great. And I that think it's a is- testament to self-care, right? Yes. And putting yourself first so that you can be there for the other people in your life. Absolutely. Right. And we've had, it's so interesting. We've had some different versions of that. Um, Let's see. I think it was something like you can't pour from from an empty cup, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing, or an empty pot, an empty pot. Uh, Yeah. So, but it's speaking to the same thing, which is, and it really is true. And we do go back to the flight attendant analogy of, they actually want you to take care of yourself first because then you're in much better position to help others. And, and it, that is just true. Yeah. And, and I don't think our mothers and their mothers, I think it's getting better with each generation, but I, I think, you know, thankfully it's getting better, but I, it's kind of like in retrospect, I feel uh, some sadness for the women who really didn't get to live that kind of a life because they they did not know any better, right? Yeah. They they you know the culture of that time was just very different. Absolutely. And you know it, we're all taking on different challenges, right? So yes. some of us are working, some of us have kids maybe with issues. We are caring mm-hmm. for our ill or aging parents and uh, becoming empty nesters and trying to figure out this next phase of life. And, but it's, it's really about taking care of you. And, and, and sometimes, you know, I tell people all the time, it's, it's, when I say self-care, it's not getting a pedicure. That's not what I'm talking about. Although that's really nice. That's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) I love pedicures. But it's, it's really about the mind, body, spirit you know, that we've got to really hone in on that because, yes. um, you know, we, you put off that mammogram or you, yeah. 
you you may want to go see a therapist or right. someone yes. to kind of help you vet out your options. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, th- no, those are all fantastic. And that's a lot of what, well, some of what the show is about being who you are. And I think encouraging people to keep and maintain that balance in a very active way, not just, oh, that's a nice thought, but actually put it into practice is very um, helpful, beneficial, I would say even critical, essential advice. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. All right. Now we're going to take the deep dive, which is your passion. And I know you work full time, but I discovered you through Instagram, another Instagram guest of ours. And very um, interestingly, your podcast caters to women. And would we say Okay, I'm going to let you tell it, but it's called Asking for a Friend, which is a fabulous title. And so tell us about how it started, the idea of it, and then why did you do it? This is really kind of funny because I I lost my job right before COVID hit. So I was um, managing the central U.S., sales. I was the director of sales for the central U.S. for a company based here in town. And they decided to restructure the sales force after um, an acquisition and my position was eliminated. Little did I know that at that moment that COVID would hit six weeks later and I... (laughs) I was oh. having to go into a full-on job search during a global pandemic. Oh my gosh. You know, so but I tell people, look, it was a gift in a way. Yes. For a couple of reasons. I was looking anyway. I was kind of starting to feel like it was time and I wasn't really super happy where I was. I loved loved the people I worked with. Mm-hmm. But I I was not feeling satisfied with where I was and I wasn't feeling authentic. I was having to behave a way that I was not comfortable. Mm -hmm. And, and I've now discovered what that was. I was having to default to my more masculine traits because it was a very male dominated type of industry. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't comfortable there. That's not really where I, I thrive and and I, I do my best work. So anyway, so we're in a pandemic and, you know, the, the worrier in me, is like, oh my God, <laughs> I don't have a paycheck. You know, this is the first time I hadn't worked because oh, I worked since college. Right. Right. But my brother's my financial planner and he says, <clears throat> you'll be fine. This is, this is what we plan for. I have clients go through this all the time. You are fine, Michelle. You're fine. I said, okay. So I kind of got that off my plate, you know, the financial worry piece. Um, But there was this, okay, what do I want to do? And I really didn't know. I I started interviewing in industries where I was comfortable, but they didn't feel right. You know, I had been in the pharmaceutical med device world for 26 years prior to where I was before. And I just couldn't bring myself. It's like. I know I could get a job in that industry, but it didn't feel right. Right. 
at that at that point in my life. I just didn't feel like I wanted to go back to that. I started listening to podcasts for the first time. <laughs> you know, That's during great. my daily walks because I couldn't go to the gym. And I I was listening to this one particular podcast, and I'm actually going to have her on as a guest coming up here in the next month or so, but um, it was called Failing Forward. Okay. And her name is Sarah Brown. And she talks about people who have taken stumbles in life, but are they truly failures or are they stepping stones that bring us success, right? You know, we get to learn from those things. Absolutely. Yes. And I just felt her message was so empowering because I'm going, you know what? I need to embrace this time. This is really awesome. I have this time as an adult female to figure out what I really want to do. Right. So I quit prioritizing a job title. I I stopped, you know, thinking about, well, what's the salary I need to make? And I really started to look at where it was a good fit culturally in terms of my job. Um, Right. But during that time, I also realized that something was still missing, and that was kind of a creative outlet. And mm. I'd mentioned before that I wanted to do theater. And oh, we forgot to go back to that. No, no, no. It's okay, because I was going to hit on that, because okay, I, I, I grew up doing dance and singing and um, was in plays in high school. Yes, I knew and, it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh, I don't think I can really sing like that anymore. But um, I, I need some kind of a creative outlet and I know that. And I thought, what can I do to combine that need for, to create something mm-hmm. and my, my background in health and wellness, because that's really what I know and where I can do something that people will find helpful and want to listen. And, and right. then I was like, I can do a podcast. Why can't I do a podcast? I had no idea what I was getting myself into. This is so familiar. Okay. <laughs> and you know what's so funny? I I interview so many women that all started things like wrote a book, right. you know, started my coaching business, started all this stuff during yes. COVID. Yes. Isn't that funny that this COVID made people step out of their comfort zone. Yes. So that was a good thing. I, I absolutely agree. There were some some good things. And I think, you know, to to sort of survive and heal from that, we need to look for the good that happened. I agree. I agree. And so I knew I was going to do this podcast. Now oh, I started so <laughs> I started a new job in December of 20. And, you know, it love my boss. He's great, really neat company, you know, privately held company, managing people like I did before. And, but I knew I, I like that's got to be my number one priority. So I didn't start the podcast right away. Right. I was like, I need to really focus on my job and, and, you know, being valuable to them and all that. So, it was about 20 beginning of 2021 is when I really started to dig in and, you know, my sister's a graphic designer and, and stuck her, (laughs) stuck her with the, 
job of doing my logo and branding uh-huh. and she's very particular. And so she, <laughs> I know she was stressing about it because she wanted to put a good product out there. And I'm like, just hurry up already, <laughs> you know? Um, and then it was, all right, I had to pick a theme. Like what, what do I want to start off with and, and really focus on health and wellness was just where I started. And, uh, then try to just figure everything out. Um, you know, I'm not real tech savvy. I don't know about you, Rochelle. No, but, <laughs> you know, if I had a 15 year old that could sit behind me all day long, I would be probably really much better off, but, um, <laughs> That's not uh, happening. But just, you know, a, a good friend of mine um, has done podcasts and she, you know, suggested a platform for me to use to send my podcast out there. Um, I just did a lot of research, lots of Googling uh, uh-huh. to figure all this out. And uh-huh. here we are today, you know, 36 episodes in. And wonderful. It's been really fun. And I think. One of the most cool things about doing a podcast is all these new friends I'm making. Yes. From all over the country and yes. even Canada. Right. <laughs> you know, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've, you know, we're, there's this commonality here. There's these badass women, 50s and 60s, and we're still doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? And, and I was, I was telling one of my guests, I said, you know what, not every woman has to go out there and start a podcast or start a coaching business or whatever. Right. But, you know, go volunteer for a philanthropy that you're super passionate about. Right. You know, maybe you want to volunteer for your favorite political candidate or- Uh work with kids or look at the value that Mm -hmm. women with experience, life experience. And, you know, we've had some amazing life moments to share with others. It's a shame to keep that all bottled up. Yes. Good point. Very good point. Yeah. And so. So you're targeting, I want to hear about your target audience based on what I read and did not write down. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. So I call it asking for a friend because I want to ask experts questions that my friends probably aren't asking. And so that's, it's me. I'm asking for a friend. And I want to ask some of those uncomfortable questions um, that, you know, maybe these issues that plague women our age or things we were afraid to maybe go out and seek on our own. Right. And so that's the premise. And I really do target midlife women. And at first, I was kind of dipping into the 40 to 49-year-old segment. Mm-hmm. But I really don't think that's my target audience. Okay. I, I really feel that it's really a 50 plus woman. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. I, I I you know, I'm almost 59. So I and I I look at a 
a 42 or 45 year old woman. And I'm like, yeah, my, my body used to look like that. (laughs) (laughs) A lot changes. Yeah. True story. True story. Yeah. Wonderful. So you have found it very satisfying, very fulfilling. You've got this work life over here, and then you've got this wonderful creative outlet here that you can pour not just, you know, connecting with other people, which is to me, that's enough, but then you've also got this added layer of uh, learning stuff. Like that's part of it. I want to learn stuff and I want to have and initiate some of those more uncomfortable, awkward things that we all need to know and maybe whisper amongst friends, what have you. And now you are, you're, you're, you've created a place for that. And I, I do call myself a lifelong learner. Oh, absolutely. I am absolutely, I'm a Google super user. <laughs> <laughs> I am always Googling something. My husband and I will be watching TV and we'll be watching like Antiques Roadshow or something. We're really exciting at my house. <laughs> and, um, He'll be like, what are you texting? And I said, I'm not texting anybody. I'm Googling the history of that artist that did that piece of art. (laughs) You know, so it's constant with me. So I, and I want to bring that thirst for knowledge to my listeners and ask those questions. So like, I, I really am curious about stem cell therapy and how that's being used uh, for beauty and also for joints, bones, and mm-hmm. you know, regenerative type of medicine. Right. And so I found a guy that does this. Um, he's from Las Vegas, and he—that's what he does—and wow. does stem cell therapy. And so I'm super excited to have him on the show. So it's it's that type of stuff, and. What I try to get my guests to do is to ask questions. So I will tell them ahead of time, hey, I'm interviewing uh, a life coach that specializes in XYZ, or I'm interviewing an OBGYN who specializes in hormone therapy. What -hmm. questions might you have for them? Oh, that's such a good idea. And and people have been pretty good about asking questions. Every once in a while, um, I'll only get maybe one, maybe two Mm -hmm. questions, but for the most part, People are been trusting to ask me or to send me questions that are sometimes kind of personal. Well, and probably because you're a curious individual and you like to learn, you you are going to come up with not, of course, not all of those questions, but many of those questions yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> that and I have I have my own issues. <laughs> yeah. How did how are you not? How is your number one enneagram not a five? Or please tell me your your second one is a five. I I'm a three with a two wing. Okay, apparently. wing. That's different than what I'm. <clears throat> have you done the one where it tells you your percentage of all the numbers? Yeah, and I have to go back and look. Okay, at it. because uh, five five is what the investigative thinker, and and you've described so many qualities from the investigative thinker. And how do I know so much about that? That's my number two. So oh. that's, that's that's where we get that from. What what's your number? number what's two? your number one? My number one is they've renamed it. I've, I it used to be called uh, number one is the moral perfectionist. Gosh, they have to change that name. Blah. 
Is that- and then it's tied with eight, which is the, um, oh, shoot. Eight is like the justice-seeking person, oh. the one who wants things to be fair and really doesn't, an advocate, heavy advocate, just like, that's not fair. And- <laughs> yeah. I'm married to one of those. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. And, and be- speaking up, speaking up for those who maybe don't have as much of a voice or a voice or what have yeah. you. So, yeah, so one and They're- eight, and then the five is number two. Yes. Gosh. The eights are quick to respond. Yeah. They need to think before they speak sometimes. Yeah. And the the eight um has a a very like they don't they're not real trusting and they have a, a they have a small group of friends, people that they are in their circle. Yes. 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 Yeah. I'm learning yeah. all this. Yeah. I rolled this out with my team right before uh Christmas. Uh-huh. And they and they love it and they want to do more with it. So yeah, I've it's gotta, so interesting. There's yeah. so much that is behind it that you could really just keep learning about yourself. And of course, our podcast is about becoming who you already are. So you already are these things, but why not learn a little bit more about it so that you can be like, oh, that's I that's why I'm that way. And that's that's great that I'm that way and feel fulfilled and good in who you already are. Absolutely. Absolutely. I and I I had an Enneagram expert who is actually locally local here in Cincinnati, um, but we have to reschedule because she had a family thing uh, okay. come up. So um, <clears throat> how wonderful yeah. though that you yeah, that, that's coming be, up. I thought that would be a good topic. Really good topic. So interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Michelle, I know that you and I could talk for the next five hours. I have no <laughs> doubt. Clearly, we have a lot in common. Uh-huh. And, you know, uh, I I really just could keep talking, but I want to be mindful of your time and keeping this to about 35, 40 minutes so that it's, uh, you know, manageable for those who are listening. And I'm so grateful, very, very grateful that you came on the show. And I just feel like a kindred spirit here. Rochelle, you are a delightful host. And I would do this again with you in a heartbeat. Yes. This was so much fun. Wasn't it fun? Yeah. I think I'd have to have you on my show. Oh, I'd love to. And yes, I'd love to have you back on. Okay. Well, until then, I, I'm looking forward to some of these guests that you're going to have on and listening to your podcast. I'm going to do the same. We are hearing more and more about the importance of making sure you take care of yourself. Put your oxygen mask on first before you can show up for others, shared Michelle. Since we're hearing it so much, maybe it is something we should pay attention to. It makes perfect sense to me. I also related to Michelle's need to have a creative outlet, following that desire, seeing it through, and putting it out there. We need you all to do the same. The Unabashed You website has a page for each guest filled with photos, quotes, and a blog with embedded audio at unabashedyou.com. You can find the show on other podcast platforms. Want to lend your support and encouragement? We invite you to subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share. On Instagram and Facebook, you can find us under Unabashed You. If you want to connect, the email is unabashedyou at gmail.com for questions, comments, and anything else. If you want to be part of our weekly emailing list highlighting the week's episode, give us a shout. We'd be happy to add you, and your info will never be shared. Website visits, social media, and word of mouth in sharing these episodes makes us discoverable, so thanks for your support there. 
We want these conversations to help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. Be encouraged as you continue to listen, read, and be inspired. And now a prayer. God, you are worthy to be praised. When I look around me, I see hints of your glory everywhere. When I look at the sky, I'm in awe of your greatness. And when I listen to nature, I am amazed at your creativity. Nothing compares to you, and there is no one like you. Thank you for giving us glimpses of your splendor. In Jesus' name, amen. And that is from the YouVersion Bible app. Today, continue to become who you already are. Be unabashed. Be you.